Howdy, cowpokes. Uh, old Luke and Lauren got themselves into a bit of a tussle this week. Uh, we're out on the range, and let me tell you, we, uh, we, we got taken a little by surprise. We got taken unawares. Uh, I'm Luke Fagenbush. This is, this is how I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb. I'm Cowboy Luke. Uh, with me today, it's, it's Cowboy Lauren, and, uh, what happened this week? What? How can <laughs> how can you prepare the audience for what what we did? I, I'll tell I, you. I'll <laughs> tell you what. <laughs> cowboy Lauren. Yes, Cowboy Luke. <laughs> Luke and Lauren got a little. They got a little sideways on this episode. We, we took a little much. And I'm just, I can't overstate that oh. you should not podcast while under the influence of, of drugs. You know, to say that the, we were definitely headed off at the pass is the most horrific understatement. Yeehaw, we, we, partner. Yeehaw. Yeehaw, indeed. <laughs> Who did we, we have on the show? Uh, we had Cowboy Johnny Tremarco. Cowboy Johnny Tremarco. Oh my God! The only Italian mobster to ever ride a horse. <laughs> R- uh, R- no, Roger, that isn't cowboy slang. Yeehaw, yeehaw, <laughs> Cowboy Lauren. Um, but let let me tell you, Johnny Tremarco lived his life like a bandito. He he rode hard and got put up wet. That, Let me tell that's you a that. fact. That is a fact. Oh my gosh. Yeehaw me. Can I get a yeehaw? Yeehaw! If you didn't yeehaw at home, just uh, you know, don't even worry about Kill yourself. Okay. Just kill yourself. <laughs> if you didn't yeehaw I was find gonna tell him to, to not do what's right. <laughs> I was gonna tell him to not review the show on iTunes and Luke is just like, Nope, you're dead. Go ahead and be dead. You're either a cowboy or a dead man. <laughs> Out on the range. How do how is it that every time we podcast with Tremarco we end up bullying him? Like we're bullying him now by doing a ridiculous intro. <laughs> by giving him a ridiculous shitty intro. Oh, uh, <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh boy. <laughs> no, uh I don't think it's on purpose. I think he just has that wild west spirit and he's got cowboy blood running through his veins. And we just get taken up and away with it. Oh my god. Ah. But he talks about well, one thing we don't <laughs> usually do, uh he talks about this rave that he yeah. went to. If I remember correctly, it's real hard to right. remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so enjoy enjoy the episode let's, with Johnny Tremarco, the raving mad comedian. It's a miracle he's alive and just for some cowboy wisdom to leave you off with you can't always be a strong cowboy but sometimes being an alive cowboy is just enough and he really captures that spirit oh man thanks for listening thank you for real (laughs) oh and that was on the go correct 
Yeah, we did yeah, it on you, go. You just don't want to say go, and then we start on one. <laughs> okay, that makes after sense. Because then go would be the first thing that you record. I was just going to say, after this start off, I'm not feeding you guys edibles ever again. <laughs> <laughs> what oh, has wait. been wrong with this startup? I meant, I, meant I meant to ask you about that before we actually get into the proper okay. episode. Because we'll okay. find an edit point once we hit conversational rhythm. That's how we do things yeah. here. We're professionals. We're real good at our jobs. Uh, do you... I don't... Uh, just with it being on the radio and actually having stipulations on it, I don't feel super comfortable just being open about the fact that we're stoned as shit. Um, uh, what if we do that thing where we edit it out of the radio episode? That's what I'm saying. That's what I wanted to talk to you about. It can be in the podcast version, but then the radio version will just be extra giggly, and no one will explain And they'll be why. like, we know, but they usually giggle. They don't giggle like this they, all the time. I also <laughs> think that this is a good episode to remind people that if you're listening to it on the radio, you can get the unedited version on iTunes. Oh, yeah. I wanted to throw that out at the end. Okay, there cool. There we go. I feel like, yeah, that's all the, that's all the housekeeping. There we go. There we go. Very professional. Um, We just did Johnny's podcast, and I like to point out, you complained about the opening, but the opening to your podcast was an hour and a half of me watching you guys do audio. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. You're I mean, not wrong. I say you guys because I was... I just sat there. I was zero help <laughs> at all. And we and, never even figured out how to do it properly. <laughs> and I'm the one who edits this. So if you have complaints. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. You know, I, I feel like, uh, you know, every time you take on a project, you learn something, right? Especially if yeah. it's something that you've never done before. How do you think the very first person, the very first person, like he just made the very first automobile? Henry Ford. No, did probably he, another did he guy. Make the first I don't one? No, he didn't. He didn't. I was like, gonna say he, he made, made the assembly the line. Factory yeah. Stuff, yeah. He just figured out how to put someone else's shit together. You don't really gotta fast. be on my ass about <laughs> it though. <laughs> Mea culpa, my apologies. I'm so sorry. But the that... very first person who invented the car, nobody knows him. No one, no one. No it's one. like the wheel. No one knows anymore. It was too long ago. We should talk to our guests some, don't you think? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> What's up, Johnny? John? How do you say Waluigi? <laughs> Wasn't it Waluigi? <laughs> I, I don't blame you for that because you, you got that by reading. And that's that's a good thing if you're reading about Waluigi, right? Oh, my God. Did you have, like, Nintendo Power Magazine? Is that why you know what, what his name is by reading it? Well, it's just I never... I only seen it. I never heard, actually heard it said prior, and then I just yeah. thought it was always Waluigi. It's like pineapple. I feel. <laughs> wait, I'm sorry. What did you just Pinac. say? Pineapple. Okay, that's not spelled that way. So yes, it's not it a is. Hold on. Pineapple. Uh, the P says. K. <laughs> I'm so confused. It's pinnacle. Um, pinnacle. Oh. oh, I thought you were saying pineapple. Is that where you were? You thought I he was thought saying he pineapple? was saying pineapple wrong. Yes. No, like for the longest time, I always said pineapple as a kid. You're, oh my! Because that's God. how I read it. That's hilarious. And then when somebody was like pineapple, I was like, yeah, you know, pineapple, P-I-N-E uh, something. Pineapple. <laughs> <like, laughs> no. Your first, your first interaction through to Mario was through fan fiction. No, my I was I was a kid of the '80s, man. I grew up on Mario. But you still. 
You still read that fanfic? Wawaweegee? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is that how you said it? Wawaweegee. Wawaweegee. Yeah, Wawaweegee. Uh, I guess he does kind of say, say I, it like I that. Think, I think what we're getting here, the, the takeaway from all of this, all I did was is put- that John bombed at pronunciation. That's all this is. It's just another form of bombing. We're, we're so on point with our theme in this podcast, Yeah, Luke. that was my intention out of the <laughs> gate, was to make that connection. I mean, I was deaf until I was like five years old, so reading was my only form of learning how to... What in the world? You were deaf? Yeah. So not only do you bomb at pronunciation, but you bombed at hearing as a child? Is that what you're telling <laughs> us? I was deaf in my right ear until about five or six years old, and in uh, my left ear I had like 20% hearing. Holy what? crap. I've known you for years and I've never heard about this. Why don't you write about the interesting things in your life and use it on stage? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is a reason why you always walk on the right-hand side of me. Oh. Yeah. yeah, like if we're walking somewhere, you'll always see me reposition myself with you to, so I'm you're on my hearing side. I like to keep people on the street side of things just in case. <laughs> you don't want to get hit by a car. Let them take the bullet. Yeah. When I help old ladies across the street, I switch sides halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a little weird things. So I, I remember there was one time, I, just out with somebody, and just a friend and everything, she turns around and is like, um, so what's it like being growing up with a disability? And I was like, I never thought of it like that until you said Wait. it. <laughs> Did they know you were deaf? Well, that's what I, I brought it up, the fact that I was born deaf and I grew up like that. And she's like, <laughs> it would have been hilarious if that was just a reaction to their to like your personality. <laughs> they meet you and it's like, so what was it like growing up disabled? Uh- <laughs> do you do you remember so you obviously remember being deaf. Not necessarily. Right? Um, I remember my first word was shit, and I was, like, real young. <laughs> so God made you deaf? <laughs> what happened? I, I didn't have tubes in my... Like, I needed tubes in my ears, just the way I was oh. born. Um, and I used to get a lot of ear infections, and I had tubes in my ears. Am I the only one that didn't get two? And like some of the three of us, apparently. And it was not fair. I would have had like full hearing in my right ear, but um, I guess they left the tubes in too long and it screwed it up. Oh, for real? Did you all get like a nice little payout from the hospital for that? I don't know. Oh yeah, you were a child. You probably weren't really (laughs) concerned with the hospital bills. Yeah, I was like, they didn't need his signature (laughs) on that. But you do comedy, too, right? <laughs> sometimes. And I'm not joking about the sometimes. <laughs> I am such a hobby comic shit. <laughs> no, but I I went to one of my first shows with you and you. Yeah. We went out into that pizza show, and it was one of my worst bombs. Oh, I'm not. It's not your yes, fault. Well, I didn't uh, understand Luke was a lightweight. Oh yeah, we did get a little messed up before the show, and then Luke bombed a tiny bit. (laughs) The host said, "Give it up for him. That was interesting. (laughs) (laughs) It was interesting, but it wasn't funny, and that got more of a response than my entire set." (laughs) Dude, no one, none of us did good at that show, other than John. Uh, Yeah, actually, you killed it that night. It was only because I went up after that one guy. And I went up doing dirty jokes just like him. The crowd was already yeah. warmed up, and I was able to just slam it home. 
We showed uh-huh. up to a pizza place where people are having dinner, and the host very, very particularly was like, yeah, make sure it's PG-13. And then John does his material, which is definitely R slash X-rated. I, okay. Well, how would you describe it? Like, it's, <laughs> I'd say racy. It's ra- I, I wouldn't feel. I purposely built it without curse words so I can get as dark as humanly possible. I with- didn't notice that you didn't curse. I don't no. curse, no. He's technically really? TV clean. I- like, he could go on Letterman right now and just ruin uh, some audience's evening. But with the material <laughs> in the way it is, it feels like you could comfortably just say any word. I mean, there are. With I it. think in my whole like whole work of uh, comedy, I want to say I have like three curse words in the whole set. What are they? I know Dick yeah, is ones? one. Okay, all right. There's Barely. one edit point. You have two and a half. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just know Dick is one, and I think I have one with shit in there somewhere because I couldn't get another way around it. Oh, and uh, then the N word, of course. <laughs> and then I got pussy once. Well, that's. I feel like you only have like you one and a half. You can say pussy on TV, right? I don't know. I think it's. I think it's uh, all about context. Yeah. I only say. Uh, I mean, I think I heard it in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Did like, we what? <laughs> but you got to think. My every like majority of my jokes are all double entendres. So yeah, yeah. I am gonna mess with some words like that. Very true. Very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for those of you that don't know, John is a one-liner comic, and he's he's one of the best writers that I know. And uh, I wouldn't go that not far. to not to make sure that Rob Wilfong gets brought up in every episode, but <laughs> Rob Wilfong once told me that his greatest fear is that other comedians will tell him that he's a great writer, and John is a great writer. I can see why I, he's afraid of that. I don't know if I agree with that. I like when I call someone a great writer, I'm a little bit jealous of them. I I, I, I say that with a great deal of, I of just, love and respect. As, as someone who's I would. not a performer, maybe that's the difference. I'm like, I don't even want to mess around with it. I don't make my face do different things on purpose. Nah, that's not for me. Uh I wouldn't John, say how long have you been telling jokes? I've been telling jokes my whole life, but like on I mean, I mean on purpose on stick. God, I hate <laughs> I hate I've been telling jokes my whole life. Forever. Shut up. Shut up and tell me how long you've been doing jokes on purpose on stage. I won't say in front of people because none of us start out like yeah. that. No. It's in front of other comedians. They're they're not people. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We're better than people. Oh Jesus Christ. Nope. That, that famous <laughs> Tremarco arrogance. There we go. Um, I don't know. Com- up- comedians are just people who were almost school shooters. So <laughs> you saying that? <laughs> Speaking from experience, <laughs> it's like just yeah, if Billy calls me. <laughs> if I didn't get out to that mic, thank thank God for for my post office job. <laughs> I, I was looking at gun magazines and. Do you know that? Uh, so okay. anyways, John, how long have you been telling jokes? Well, not including 2020, because none of us did comedy in 2020. Let's say, well, I've been at it for about almost six years. Okay. But did we really count this last year? I mean, I have. I don't know. I've, done, I've been on stage like four times this year. I mean... That's responsible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. <laughs> No, man, I think it's it's all it's a numbers game. So like if you've been on stage four times and there were only nine opportunities, that means that you collected fifty percent of the opportunities this year. 
I would say that you're, you know, at least a hobbyist. <laughs> yeah, you have to. You can't mark it off on your years <laughs> doing comedy. Oh yeah, I definitely consider myself a hobbyist. Yeah. I'm gonna shave off a couple years. I feel like we all shaved off a couple. I years started talking. Okay. As far as experience lost and how much worse you got, I'm three years behind. It was only a year, but... (laughs) I started six years ago. How's that? That's that's perfect. That's a wonderful answer to a very simple question that we, for some reason, had a hard time getting around to an answer to. Can't imagine why. (laughs) You're talking to me. That's why. (laughs) Truth be told. Uh, This is probably a good moment to to bring up, like, you know, there's all sorts of things that were in this episode that probably got edited out because, you know, we didn't want them to be on the radio. And if you want to hear those. Oh, right in the middle. You're dropping a plug right here. I'm mixing it up, Luke. Okay, yeah. Branded content. Go for it. (laughs) (laughs) Check us out on iTunes if you're listening to this on the radio and you want to hear all all the things that we weren't able to say. which we haven't said any yet. Yeah, I realize this was a weird choice. No, I might have to do some <laughs> editing just for maybe not even for stuff from the radio, but just the quality of the content. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fair. That's perfectly valid. I could I could lose 60% of what I've said, I think. <laughs> Let's cut out everything John has said so far. Let's have a guest episode where we take all the audio that he has stated up until this point and we chop it into just, you know, nothing but just ums and yeses. <laughs> That's what you want to hear as a guest sitting sitting here with us, right? Um, yes. <laughs> I want I want to do an episode of all throat noises, just like clearing throats <clears> and <throat> maybe put it to a beat. You want to give people an hour of just like... <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I don't think keep that's going, a wise. Keep going. Keep nope, like, going. Like nope. ASMR, but the We're opposite. We're not doing ASMR. That's We're the not our heavy podcast. metal of ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to have distorted guitars and hardcore bassy drum beats. the worst sounds you can think of. <laughs> <laughs> You're describing guar. Like, all we have to do is get <laughs> instruments, and then we'll be guar. Man, those guys were cool. No, no, <laughs> they weren't. I don't know what you're talking about. You've never heard of guar? No, I don't know you saying guar is not cool. Oh, I see what you're talking about. So you know Guar. Yeah. Are you a Guar no, fan? No, but I know they're cool. Do you know what you <laughs> Anybody that gets up there and plays like offbeat metal like that in those costumes, I got to call them cool. It's not just the costumes, dude. Like, their stage yeah, show that's what is I'm on saying. another level. They have a giant inflatable penis that shoots milk onto the audience. I did not know about yeah! that. <laughs> it's the most crazy. Like, imagine, like, everyone talks about how Kiss had, like, a crazy stage show, right? With yeah. the pyrotechnics and everything. Guar. Gene Simmons' tongue. Yeah, yeah. Take take, take Kiss and run it through a Freudian complex, <laughs> and you'll have guar. That's, that's exactly what it is. I would suggest you even checking out a fish show one time. And if you don't make it to the fish show, just at least go to the parking lot I- and get some drugs. I thought they were just hippies. Are they? Oh no, a fish show is a fucking. It's it, it's something you should do. It, you put it on your bucket list. Here's my here's my I'm issue. Thirty, maybe. Yeah, your bucket list yeah, has dude. probably gotten chopped down to something pretty short. Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah, I don't need fish now. If I didn't, if I wasn't into it before, I don't even know if I'm at the point where I want to add pretty something sure like good. that. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> just saying, man. It's a, actually a. De- I, I, I'm, I'm not, not s- going to NASCAR for the same reason. Like that's a whole other thing, right? I'm like, not I don't saying go on tour with them head. or anything. Just when they come to town one time, go check out a fish show. You would. It's a. It's a pretty interesting. Have you been to a lot of fish shows? Two or three. Are you a fish head? No. Oh, you ain't fish guts. No, I've went to about two or three of them. That's about it. 
Oh, okay. When they, when right. they were I mean, in town, they were fun. You know, I was like I gotcha. 20 years old. I a was non-committal like, fish. Yeah, fish. exactly. The same way I do comedy. <laughs> John, what are your parents like? I want to know because I've known you for a long time. We've had a lot of conversations about like your past and 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 how you came to be the person that you are. And I want to share parts of that. I want to. I want people to know what your innards are like. That's not how you should phrase that, but uh, <laughs> my my statement stands. I don't know. Spread your soul for us so we can. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whose was worse. Spread your soul? Ew. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we can see your innards. My dad is, uh, let's think. My dad, he's about 5'5". Five five. Right, because those are the details we wanted. How tall your dad was. <laughs> no, 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 was. hold on. No, yeah, no. we thought how tall he was was what did this to you. <laughs> Give it a second. <laughs> Give it a second. Okay. And it, so he's a short dude. But he is probably the most intimidating man you will ever meet. Oh, you got really? a little bulldog daddy. Yes, that, that's not how you say that either. That's that's not. <laughs> I think that's gay slang. I'm pretty sure that's a thing, right? Like you got, you got bears, you got twinks, you got the bulldog daddy. Bulldog daddy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you had a bulldog daddy dad. Yeah. Um, and then my mom, uh, best way to describe her would be, I don't know. Um, Apparently it's not the best way because you can't find it. <laughs> I don't know. Um, mentally handicapped. Oh, that's aggressive. Wow. <laughs> that's very aggressive. <laughs> I feel like we can dial back from that and get a better <laughs> sense of your mom. I no, feel my like. My mom does have a couple screws loose, I'll be honest. And it's both in, like, you know, the sanity and the intellect areas. Okay. Uh-huh. So she's crazy and what, dumb. What was, <laughs> Which what, is what's an experience that, like, says that? Did you see her, like, coloring for eight hours? <laughs> <laughs> And outside the lines, like not even she's a good the type color. Of person that even if you tell her yes, I am going to do this, she will call you the next day and be like, "Are you doing this right now?" It's like, okay, yeah, okay. For well, the big example would be my brother and uh, the kids. When it comes to naming the kids, she has been adamant about getting all three of his kids named Jesse. Oh, I thought you were gonna say something weird like Atticus. Like, <laughs> and she's not being funny. She's honestly like, name all these kids, Jesse. No, just want like one. She just wants Jesse somewhere in the name because that's her father's name. What? But she wants it for all three. No, kids? just one of them at least. Oh, all right. Okay. But every time that you know the kid was about to be born, she would over ask, be like, "Are you going to name the kid Jesse? Are you going to?" And they were actually going to go name the kid Jesse, and then she just asked one too many times to where it was just like she doesn't realize. Oh, yes. that's mean to take it away though. <laughs> it sounds like your mom's just kind of annoying. I don't know if she's mentally handicapped. <laughs> Well, for social issues, she is. <laughs> I'm just mean to my mom. What can I say? I mean, I, it's not unwarranted. You've told me stories before. Like, uh, wh- what was the one where your brother was leaving with his kids at Christmas and your mom was freaking out, chasing them at the door, screaming, I'll make a frozen pizza! Oh. <laughs> Did I just ruin the whole story by telling the end of it? Damn uh, it. No, it, wasn't so- it was... Um... They picked up a dog, and they happened to, uh, their dog just passed away. And you got to remember, okay. they got young kids, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so this is your brother. Their their family dog just passed yeah. away, and, they and then they find a dog on the road. Is that what? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, I shouldn't they, fill in the blanks for obviously you. Obviously, they went adopted a dog from somewhere. 
Right, so they go. They went and stole someone else's dog. Exactly. They were driving through the neighborhood and just seeing what he's doing. <laughs> hey, that gate's open. That gate don't look locked. <laughs> <laughs> so they get a dog to replace the dead family dog. This is a very dead dog-centric episode all of a sudden. Yeah, I remember doing a podcast with you, and we talked about dead dogs yeah, it was prominently. M- oh, that was, that was is my that dead the dog. theme? Yeah. <laughs> you got a lot of dead dog in your history. Well, they just had two dogs that died within the last year. <laughs> I'm sorry. The way that's that unfortunate. I had an aunt who multiple times has killed a dog by leaving it in a hot car. Are you for real? With more than one dog. Why yeah. is she allowed to have dogs? Uh, I think because it was a numbers like game already. She liked dogs so much, she got like nine of them, and then she just tends to lose tracks. Oh my! So really, God. it's her love of dogs that's killing them. So she's a she bad loves shepherd. Them too much. That's what that is. If yep. you if you have a dog pack, you're gonna lose one or two, <laughs> just along the way. I mean, unless they're strapped to a sled, <laughs> I feel like that's the exception, right? But <laughs> back to somebody oh, yeah. bought a dog to replace their two dead dogs. No, right. one dog was my dead dog, <laughs> and one oh, dog God. was my brother's dead dog. Yeah, right. we're putting some numbers on the board tonight. <laughs> like, so anyway, they went to go. So re- far, we mentioned seven dead dogs. I think if you count them all up, you want to talk about Marley and me? <laughs> I've never watched that movie. Okay, uh, so spoiler alert: <laughs> the dog dies. I know. Mo, Mo told me. <laughs> So they just picked up a dog. Yeah, and my dad, being the asshole that he is, just, oh, you don't know how to raise a dog. You don't know how to treat a dog. You shouldn't have gotten a new one. And And how many dogs had they had up until this point? One. So they had one dog for the entirety of its life, and your dad was still like, you don't know what you're doing. That's just the way my dad is. I gotcha. It's no matter what either one of of me or Chris do, um, we're going to fail. But my youngest brother, who's the golden child, is more of a, oh, he could do whatever he wants. He's going to succeed uh, no matter yeah. what. The baby has unlimited potential because exactly. he hasn't been around long enough to ruin their expectations. Mm. And the sad po- no, I'm not going to say this on, my, on anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, too mu- I know too much about what, like, he, he has the least amount of personality out of all of us. Oh, for real? Yeah. He's just like a vanilla cookie of a person? Yeah. Oh, that's the only thing that he has. I mean, don't get me. Uh, yeah, he's pretty much like that. Fair enough. So they had just bought a dog. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go into the psychological history of my family? I can break that down. My mom has abandonment issues. Let's face that. What does it have to do with the dog? You'll hear when it gets to it. It all ties in. Yes. Everything's connected. Don't you know that with me? Especially with... Uh, did the dog abandon your mom? No, <laughs> no. Anyway, so anyway, my dad just being that straight up asshole that he was. Okay. Uh, my... My brother and his wife and the kids didn't want to deal with it. So they just said, all right, well, we were coming by to say hello. So, you know, we had the kids with you, wanted to say, but you want to act like this, we're leaving. And then my mom comes out running with a frozen pizza and be like, I'll make a pizza! I'll make a pizza! Stay! Stay! And that's where the abandonment issues goes. She just like, yeah. she's so afraid of abandonment, but she pushes everybody away as well with her nagging. That's... That's the thing about, like, fear of being abandoned does lead to more abandonment. Yeah, yeah it's a weird, like, self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. And at the same time, it's kind of funny just because, like, she's afraid of abandonment. She's, she's got that fear of abandonment, but she never leaves the house as well, too. 
She stayed. Yeah. Like she goes to. Well, she's retired now, but she went to. She stays in the house with my dad all day long, and it's just them two in the house. I can imagine how yeah. crazy that is. Neuroticism like that's a tricky thing. Yeah. So how do you handle that? I moved because obviously you inherited everything yeah. that she has wrong with her. I went to. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's necessarily <laughs> true. <laughs> I googled a whole bunch of psycholo- psychology and uh, fixed it myself, kind of. When Just when's kinda. the last time you saw these your parents? It was and the scariest. Are, are they ever. are they gonna like track you down <laughs> if they hear this? <laughs> In six years of go- doing comedy, my parents been to one show, and the only reason why they oh. went to that one show because it was down the street. On from, no, it was down the street. <laughs> <laughs> they were just like, let's see some comedy. Oh, he, it was the only our time. son is here. <laughs> it was yeah. the only time John performed in an Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on, man. Just, uh, Got paid in unlimited breadsticks. <laughs> what kind of... Hey, I've done weirder things. Yeah, but what type of Italian family would go to an Olive Garden? That's a, that's a valid point. I didn't mean to step on your Italian toes. Yeah. I know they're enormous. Yeah, that was pretty insensitive of you, Lord. I'm so sorry. So, John, did you start doing comedy as a way to, like, fill a hole left by your sporadic mother? I I just figured I always was... <laughs> I could have always done it. Why not start? Oh, really? Yeah, I just figured, why, why not give it a shot? I had nothing else going for me. I was, like, literally living at home, taking care of my grandmother. Uh, oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, when I first met you, you were it was one of the most like humbling things cuz I did like one of my very first open mics and then the, you were there. We had a conversation outside and just through conversation found out I was like, "Yeah, I just stay home and take care of my grandma and then go to Mike sometimes." And I was just like, "You're like the most noble person yeah. I've ever met." I was like, "Damn, dude." I mean, it wasn't really that noble. I was still getting a paycheck. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a job, but it's a tough job. <laughs> Love my Nana and those paychecks. <laughs> she clocks out, I'm clocking in. <laughs> oh, man. How many years did, did that go on? Like, how long did you live at home and take care of your grandma? Uh, about a little over three years, like maybe about a month or two over three years. But okay. within that time, I was able to like stockpile as much as I could and uh, I invested and then uh, I bought a condo yeah oh nice you own that stuff. What, are like, you outright. are you on the cryptocurrency are you I'm playing you make it sound like a S&P drug 500 <laughs> are you on that cryptocurrency honestly i just kind of it is kind of a drug well, i mean really the thing the oldest one of the first things of advice they always would say is like invest in what you love yeah all right so i play a lot of video games so at the time it was like 2000 12 I did it um Activision was huge because they had Call of Duty yeah yeah so every week I dropped in like 40 50 bucks into Activision I was it yeah. wasn't enough to like break me but it was still enough to and then uh I think it was in 2015 or 16 I don't know for sure but Activision turned around and bought King Games oh. what is that they're the ones that make Candy Crush so glad you asked oh all right. Yeah. And they jumped up to about $45, oh. $50. And I was buying it for about 15 to 60 You, you cash in? Yeah. Not just then, but it, either way, it jumped up a large amount. And they were a huge part of my portfolio at the time. I, I was buying them at $15 a share. 
Oh snap! Wow. All right. I had. So did you? I had, do you have a fortune made? Or are you? Or are you? Just no, he a has a condo. I, he I has have, a condo. A, <laughs> he said that up top. I have a condo that is paid off, and I don't pay rent. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, that's shit. what it, that's what came out of that. So I am yeah. living in a nice little, you know, I don't know. What do you say? It's about eleven hundred square feet. I mean, yeah, it's like a very it's roomy a nice three bedroom. For a single guy with no kids, that's perfect for me. You have a lot of plants, though. No, I do not. <laughs> I got a lot of weird have, shit. Like I got yeah, you have a workout workout room slash music studio. Uh, it's a art studio. He art paints. studio. I'm sorry. I would wish. I wish I knew how to make music. Honestly. Oh, it's so oh, easy, yeah. man. I. I for you, who's been studying it for years, but oh, I, oh, I didn't study. Tinker, I've been tinkering. <laughs> I'm a I, tinkerer. You were responsible for our theme song. That was. I don't know if I want people to know that. It's not great. <laughs> I I liked it. Oh, do you? I, it was layered. Well, I have a new one. Like whenever we decide to do season two, like oh, I yeah, have a it's gonna small... get good. Should we break up seasons? Should we? Well, that's how it's cataloged on <laughs> Anchor.fm. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so are we still? I just thought you did season one for Infinity. Oh. Nah, cause I get bored with music, and I'll—I'll. I'll, we don't have to do this now. <laughs> <laughs> so, John. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm sorry, John. Um. Yeah, I lost it. <laughs> I, I have no idea what it was, but uh, it's not there anymore. Um. So you—you you killed like three dogs, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> Definitely not, not something that I wanted to go back to. John the dog killer. I never said I killed the dog. I know we inferred. We just there's a lot of dead dogs around you, and I think by accident you've admitted to it. I mean, to being two, a serial dog killer. The two dogs that were around me were uh, 17 and 16 years old. So if okay. I killed them, it was... It, so you have a type. <laughs> most, most serial killers do. <laughs> Elderly pups. <laughs> it's I'm your like, time. I'm just offering dogs a painless way out. That's... With a pillow. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Too real. Too real. Oh, I didn't, I didn't want to know that you had a method. <laughs> no, but... I cut their brakes. <laughs> Wait, I thought you were killing dogs. Yeah. How do you cut a dog's brakes? Driving dogs. Oh, what? Look, I knew you were into conspiracy theories. I didn't realize <laughs> it went that deep. Oh, it goes deep. Why is my gas tank lower than when I... <laughs> <laughs> it's just me and Charles, my little basset hound. Where would a dog go if it could drive? What are you talking about? It would ju It would find a roundabout. And it would just stick its head out the window and keep going. <laughs> That's where a dog would go if it could drive. Either that or Burger King. Oh, Taco Bell is like dog food, right? Like great D meat <laughs> or whatever. So Yeah, it is great D meat. That's what I'm saying. I like that they have like the same three or four ingredients that they make into every menu item. They yeah. just recombine it. Yeah. It's just repurposed like bullshit. They're playing balloon animals with <laughs> <laughs> things that are technically in Mexican food. Oh, man. John, uh, we have to get into a bombing story. And normally we segue this much better. But as, as we may or may not have previously mentioned, we're under certain constraints. Oh. So let's just, let's just jump into it. Both feet. Yeah. When have you sucked at comedy? Oh, there's been plenty of times. 
Yeah, I know. That's why we asked you. Well, like, yeah. <laughs> the majority of the last six years, honestly. But <laughs> there was like maybe two days I was really good. Oh, we started at the same mic. That was a funny coincidence. No, we John? Oh, okay. Not started, but we went to that. Game ha- time? Game time. Yeah. A lot in the beginning. For yeah. a while, that, that was, was our the start. only mic I ever did. Exactly, because that's yeah. where I met my my lady love. Uh, that was like the first mic I was comfortable at. So it was just yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go to this one. Oh, I wasn't comfortable there. I was going there because like this cute girl will be there. She said so, so I'm gonna keep going. Like I probably would have just fuzzled out in comedy if it wasn't for her, 100. percent <laughs> So anyway, bombing story. Oh yeah, this isn't me talking about me and my girlfriend. Exactly. And how adorable <laughs> we are. My bad. I apologize. No. Um. Do you? Uh, remember a bomb at that mic uh probably but i was gonna go with uh brouhaha last year oh you're by actual that when we that's your big bomb that's when you think of bombing you go to that well no 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 what happened there was i did the first scheduled part i don't know if i if i saw you You probably didn't Who? i didn't i went home this night yeah but but anyway i did the first scheduled part of it and i did it completely sober i did i did fine all right okay and, and brouhaha was a giant festival which for some odd reason when i'm in crowds of people like large crowds of people i get fed drugs <laughs> like so, like a fish fan yes i <laughs> you don't just have that look about you you are fish guts i knew it i don't know but you know i don't say no to drugs <laughs> so anyway uh, throughout the day i found uh, i came across some mushrooms you came Wait, across them. Did they you weren't... do mushrooms before you had to do comedy? No, okay, no, that's, that's... no, that's the whole thing. I did my whole set, and then I just like, okay, so we got the whole thing done. I'm gonna hang out and have a good time. Yeah, you, uh, my business was yeah. Our... And brouhaha is a great time for that. Yeah. So right. anyway, I came across some mushrooms. Not specifically for drugs. I don't want to put that out there. <laughs> no, no, no. I it's a good time to hang. That's yeah. I'm a rare going. case. Let's face that. Okay, so came across some mushrooms. I. Dosed a few other comics, just microdosed them a little bit. Uh, oh, so when you say dosed, with their knowledge, with you their put knowledge, it in their hand. I put it okay. in their hand. Yeah. You didn't dose it. I went around, it's like, hey guys, I have presents. Merry Christmas, you know? Okay, say, list their names right now. No. <laughs> and then I ate the majority of the rest. Okay. When you say the majority, like, what are we talking about? Like, what was it an, a, like, an intense amount or just like a fun amount? I don't know, like maybe an eighth. Oh, well, that doesn't answer my like question. Like half an eighth, maybe? Okay, all right, fair. Yeah, like um, about a gram and a half that I ate myself. Okay, so nothing absorbing it, but definitely definitely enough. Yeah, maybe a little bit more than a gram, because, you know, I'm stingy like that. But even though I'm, <laughs> yeah. even though I'm giving out, I'm still stingy like that. <laughs> it's like, all right, so... um. The day goes by, and then all of a sudden, an open mic comes up. Yeah, you got about 30 or 40 minutes, and then... Yeah, well, the day... No, it was probably about a good two, three hours, and then an open mic showed up, and... Okay, so you're fully on mushrooms. Yes, and then I'm like, (laughs) I want to go up on mushrooms. (laughs) That sounds fun, because I always go up sober, just because, like, you know, to keep a clear head. And then I realized it was a horrible mistake when I got up there. (laughs) After you got... Oh, after you got up there. Yeah, because I... You were in... In front of the crowd. How was the crowd? Well, the crowd was fine. It was that. That was not the problem. The problem. Yeah, those open mics are usually fun. 
The problem was what was going on in my head was everything that was going on with my head was I started one joke and I ended another. <laughs> oh, dude. All right. So at the same time, I look out into the crowd and the crowd's looking at me like, going on and you just look at the comics and they're all dying laughing <laughs> and i'm just up there like i can't figure out i have like ten thousand words all going through my head all at once and i'm like which one do i pick was that the longest five minutes of your oh, life i got off. like why are they not well i just uh, then, this, then did i did you realize you were making sense at the time i was not making sense at the time i just started laughing talking about doing a whole bunch of drugs for about two minutes and i was like i can't waste these people's time they're gonna start walking i'm done and i walked away oh my but, god but but the great thing about that show was for some odd reason i had such a great time bombing that i do not fear it anymore and i actually grown oh, to love the bomb that's so cool Yes. That was your that was your turning point. That was when yeah, you, like, I've you know, bombed since then, and I actually have a blast. Like I'll sit there and fuck with the crowd the entire time. I'm bombing. What the hell? Oh, dude, <laughs> if I'm going That's down, the best response to it, yes. right? Just to be comfortable so, in that moment. Best way to do comedy, and I am saying yes. This is my advice: eat a bunch of mushrooms, bomb on stage, and you'll have all your fears gone away. We I do not endorse I don't, that. Yeah, I don't 100%. condone that behavior at all. They don't. I condone it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you were to live life like Johnny Tremarco, <laughs> go ahead. Keep Which in is mind, not something that we condone or endorse. I will. Here I will endorse at, it. Um, and I mean, but show. keep in mind that I get targeted advertisement for therapy for schizophrenia. So, I mean that's. Google knows what it's doing. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> if there's anything I want to trust, it's their marketing. Absolutely. <laughs> have that, that algorithm is real, real smart. Uh. <laughs> but the CSI tested, um, tested people on mushrooms for years. Wait, no, it was really? on LSD. Well, same Not difference. Not really. No, those are two very yeah. different dragons. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they're two different dragons, but they're dragons. They're the same species. Yeah, yeah. But what part of it made you made you open up to like the bombing thing? It was something on it was just the fact a deeper level. It's just the fact that I kind of enjoyed something so, that most people would fear. It set your spirit. Free. Exactly. It showed me like I guess so. Wow. You know, you told him earlier to like rip open his soul or whatever, and uh, he spread his soul for us. He really did. Today. He really did. Um, My asshole's you, you, a little sore. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> okay. That's uh, <laughs> not. It's not at all where we were going with that. But did you not wipe good enough earlier? Is that what happened? You have a burning sensation? That's getting edited. Do we have any preparation? <laughs> you don't decide what gets edited. This is your show. We did your show last week. You don't get to. Come into here. Don't sit at my table this and be the, like, this is where we're going to edit. This is the only part that's going to make it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to submit an episode that's going to be three minutes and 14 seconds long. And it's just us talking about your asshole. <laughs> oh, man. What has the show become? <laughs> also, uh, our closing out music is going to be Johnny Cash's Hurt. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
Oh man, no, that's a, that's aggressively not okay. No, I'm fine with it. You don't <laughs> make creative decisions here. All right, I guess this is payback because last week we steamrolled all over him, so he, he's just yeah, he's just yeah. retaliating in a fair and uh, right amount. So, what did you feel like the next time you went on stage after <laughs> after just really embracing the bomb? Well, honestly, I took about a three month break with like really. Well, the reason. Wait, from mushrooms or comedy? I'm confused. From comedy, because honestly... So you just kept taking mushrooms. (laughs) (laughs) So let me get this straight. You got on stage on mushrooms, and you were like, I'm not afraid to be on mushrooms anymore. What's wrong? Oh, well, you know. um, Didn't you say you were deaf? (laughs) (laughs) So I'm putting it on the one ear. all, All sounds are like that for me, but just wanted to let you know. I'm sorry. I was just making sure we were all on the well, same Well, it was page. only coming in through the right ear, and that's the one that's messed up, so I just switched the ear, oh, so it's working now. Anyway, um, no, actually, you're going to laugh at this because we're going to bring it right back around, but... Uh, the, if it's about if your you asshole, talk about your asshole, so help me God. No, oh, my word. This. We just got past it. You're going to love this. <laughs> yeah. Um, two days later, my dog, I had to put her down. Wait, what? Oh, God. Yeah. That's almost worse. Talk about your asshole. <laughs> no. So then I just so went in. Many dead dogs. No, it's the same dead dog. <laughs> so, so you did mushrooms on stage and you stopped for three months because your dog died? No. It, we had to put her down. She was 17 years old. She was getting old and it was my family's dog. And it was, uh, so it put me through a dream. We were making fun of it for the last three yeah. <laughs> podcasts. Yeah, but now you I made mean, it real. Like it's not cool when it's real. I would be an unempathetic monster if I didn't like just respond. Well, let's not bring the down of the show I, and I, let's I go felt... somewhere else. That's why I said I. Yeah, it took me about three months to get back on stage because I went into a little depression spiral. Oh, oh damn, shit. bro. Yeah, and then shortly after that, COVID happened, and I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Sweet God, you went from emotional quarantine to like pandemic quarantine. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. That's bad timing. Yeah. So I started doing cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? I'm fucking with you. (laughs) (laughs) Meth, it's a lot cheaper. (laughs) Oh, God. John, I I don't want to envision you making meth in your bathtub. Like, that's not an image that I want in my brain. Have you done meth? Let's go to the next Quiet one. for too long. <laughs> Quiet for too long. <laughs> like, put it this way. The list of drugs that I have done, I think the list of drugs I haven't done is a lot shorter. Oh, boy. Yeah. I have done drugs that you probably haven't even heard of. There are almost infinite drugs. I know. That's but... the sad part. <laughs> You'd have to do, like, one a day for that to happen. No, 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 no. A different drug every no, day. No, no. He goes to a rave and he does seven. <laughs> okay, yeah. Is that accurate? Pretty that much. Fair? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What Nail is your head. what is your mode of choice though? How do you like to? Uh, I like me on. I don't know. I'm actually kind of enjoying sober life a little bit. Like I'm doing a half. Really? I'm doing wow, okay, one eighty. Okay, I'm doing half and a half. That's not sober. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I'm sober during the day. Exactly. <laughs> That's not sober. <laughs> when the sun is out, I am sober. 
<laughs> when it wants to, you know, want. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad you're making changes, <laughs> but that's not sober. If you were to go to Jay Armstrong and be like, "Hey, guess what? I'm trying to be sober." I'm I would get smacked. He would kick you in the throat. <laughs> okay, I am half and half. I guess I do stay sober okay. during the day when I'm actually working, but during the lockdown when there's nothing going on or anything like that, I just because I'm up all night anyway. So yeah, I just eat some edibles. Yeah. You do keep, I would say, an odd schedule. Yeah, I do. For sure. It's, uh, we had to catch you around seven o'clock at night. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, it was it was tense to get the scheduling. So down. do you do you wake up at like four p.m. just for like Uber driving? Yeah. Okay. Do you have to keep that kind of schedule well, today, to do it? Not really, but it's just it's also my sleep schedule. I'm more comfortable staying up all night. It, ah, it, your night yeah. out. Yeah. So I'd much rather stay up all night than stay awake all day. So when did you first learn that you hated the sun? Probably about 19 years old. <laughs> really? Well, it was just like I got my first third shift job probably about 19, 20 years old. And okay. ever since then, I kind of just enjoyed that. Like it was, just, it just felt right. Really? Yeah. It's like, why do I have to be up during the day? It's so much peaceful more at night. Oh, so you don't hate the sun, you hate people. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, this, like, this really felt like a <coughs> moment in a documentary where I don't, you murdered well, a million people. <laughs> I mean, I don't hate just, people. Uh, I just don't like touch. crowds. I, uh, okay, which is I weird. Because, right, which are made of people. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you think you're unusually like sensitive to that type of thing? I don't know. That's why I'm usually inebriated. Like, if I ever went to crowds, I was pretty fucked up. Like, raves, music festivals. Ah, okay. So, I mean, it kind of numbed everything out. Huh. John, um, so this is this is a little left of center, but I, I'm wondering if you'd be willing to tell one more story for us I'm before good. we get out of here. Uh, it's not necessarily a bomb, um, you know, about performing per se but maybe just uh the time when your friend completely bombed driving the car back from that one party you know what i'm talking yeah. about if you don't want to tell that story that's perfectly fine Coming but back from my first rave uh <laughs> that was your first oh, rave God. i didn't know that yeah um well actually no it was my second right but you were you were new to I the raving your entree to the rave lifestyle yeah um and we were coming back from Dayton, Ohio, and what happened was we were leave- we were in Dayton, Ohio at some basketball club or something like that. Uh, a basketball club? <laughs> what is that? That's, that's like the weirdest. Thing. Is that like a disco club where it's basketball? Themed? No, it was it was like a gym. It actually it was called the Dayton Gym Club. Now that I remember, it's next to a bar called Layups, okay. and it was literally just a basketball. Uh, and it had an up there, upstairs balcony and a basement that you could, and you know they had three different floors. So it, basically, it was just a large room yeah. for you to put speakers in and, and take exactly, drugs yeah. in. Exactly. Yeah, it does. Yeah, that's the fun thing about raves is that, like they can happen anywhere, anywhere that there's a tall ceiling and hopefully a balcony like second floor. Thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like comedy that way. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, we've got about time. And we all... You took that many drugs? You forgot about time? Well, when you're in... Yeah, you do, dude. (laughs) Just completely? How many drugs do you take for you to forget that that there's time? Well, 
I'm just saying ecstasy in general <laughs> speeds up time really quickly. So what was this, a three-day rave? No, it's just what? a night. Just one night. Okay, All right. So okay. when you eat acid and X and, and a little bit of ketamine and yay. Holy <laughs> God. <laughs> so you had a fun time. I like to do a slip trip candy flip into a K-hole. That's that's what that you sounded like, Doctor Seuss. <laughs> what are what? those words? You need to explain what those words mean. Okay, so you got the trip. The acid. No, no, no. Just say it one more time slowly. It was a slip trip candy flip into a K hole. Ah. So the oh, you got you got the trip, which is simply just the acid. Yeah. Uh, I guess the slip would have been the ecstasy. Yeah. All right. A candy flip is the combination of the two, because. Ecstasy actually activates like all your nervous centers, and um, you know, acid is more visual and mentally in your head. And yeah. the two combinations of the two uh, is a nice little mixture because what you see is what you feel. So and that makes you happy. <laughs> I would say so. All right. And then you do And then you do. And then you do some animal tranquilizers. So, what I, type of what type of animal does ketamine tranquilize? Horses. Animal, horses. It depends. It's and cats. Yeah, it's all. It's what they give cats so that they can do cat surgery. You're taking cat, cat surgery. Cat drugs. Yeah. <laughs> animal tranquilizers. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Have you ever? Okay. So I've I've mixed LSD and ketamine uh, back in college, that's and a, it's one of the most interesting that, experiences. That is a nasty combo. That's a nasty combo. Ketamine. Yeah. Oh, don't. Well, don't touch it. It, it sounds back. scary. Okay. The K hole. Yeah, man. Well, here you want to go to the <laughs> well to the sunken place. <laughs> hey, man. You want to go where it's dark. <laughs> <laughs> So that's what you were doing, right? That was, While you were running around listening to music yes. and being being just, you know, a raver. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and this was in a basketball club in Dayton. Yes. Like a sports of all sorts. Yeah. You walk in, there's arcade machines. Oh, there was no arcade. No, no, no. This is at like 12 o'clock at night. Okay. All the way okay. till 6 in the morning. And all speaking right. of which, when 6 in the morning comes around, um, we have to have to make the decision. Keep in mind, this is like 1999, maybe 98. So you don't have a cell phone. We don't have a cell phone. There's no Ubers, nothing like that. Right, right. How are you getting home after doing that's, a cornucopia of drugs? Uh, that's where the, come, the decision comes, where we're like, oh, who's going to drive? How many of them were there? There was five of us, including okay. myself. Who did the least amount of That's, drugs? That the, might not be a rave. <laughs> Does that qualify as a rave? No, no, no. no, no. Can, can we the, rave right now? <laughs> if we start dancing no, 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 doing no. ketamine, will that be called a rave? No, there were five people in the car. <laughs> in our group that we're having to get back home. Okay, okay. All right. It wasn't just you five raving. <laughs> no. <laughs> there was a good, like, 2,000. Sure. There was about a good, I don't know, 1,000, 2,000 people there. And you got to remember, this is like. I thought you might have just done drugs <laughs> in a closed down basketball court. <laughs> How'd you hear about this? Back then? MySpace? <laughs> way before MySpace and shit like that. Yeah, how did you how do you find out about these parties if they're in like these, these little tiny whatever? Well, you have to call a phone number. What do you mean a phone number? How do you get the phone number? Usually from another rave. Okay, but you would. Okay. 
So you would, your first rave, how did you well, go you get to from a rave? friend? Who was your friend? Name them. I'm not naming them. <laughs> but anyway. That was a good try, Lauren. We almost got them. <laughs> We're real close, boss. <laughs> so tell me about this second rave. Okay. So anyway. Um, there were five of you. There were five of us, and we were all the same. But significantly more in the rave <laughs> itself. <laughs> so six o'clock in the morning comes, and we all have to make the decision on who's going to drive back home. Whose car was it? It was my friend's. Okay. Not mine. Okay. okay. And who drove it? Uh, not her. Okay. Because she had done ketamine. No, she actually, <laughs> the funny part was the person that did the least amount of drugs did not even volunteer to drive. Are you for real? Because yeah. yeah. she was. Well, if you did some drugs. <laughs> huh? Did she just drink too much? No, no. Anyway, so I have had experience prior to all these raving days to being all messed up. And the K was no longer in my system because I did it at, in the early part of the night. Okay, so now you're just uh, tripping on acid. And a little bit of ecstasy. But um Okay. Oh well that's fine. <laughs> anyway, so um they one guy turns around and out of nowhere just describes to say, I'll drive. Out of nowhere. And oh. I did not know at this time that this guy or at the age of nineteen had already acquired two DUIs. Oh, or wow. Driving while intoxicated, just in case I'm you're... starting to think the system doesn't work <laughs> if you did it two more times. Okay. So anyway, we get on the highway, and I am so messed up. I'm just looking at the flyers for the next parties and everything like that. And so wait, wait, wait. DUI guy is driving? He's driving. Oh, good Lord. You're Great like, dis- okay, I'm good. I'm on acid and ecstasy right now. I would never want well, to drive. here's the thing. I resented you asking. I did not know this at the time. I did not know that he had that many DUIs under his belt already. And yeah, but did you know he had done ketamine? <laughs> Actually, he didn't. I was the one that did the most. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was... So you were going to drive, and then this guy is like, I'm not that fucked up. Exactly. <laughs> he was like, I can drive, and I was like, well, that's less pressure on me. Okay, so now you're in the car, you're looking at the flyers, I'm looking at everything's the, fine, Everything's right? fine, and all you of a sudden... got the sound of tires on the road. Yeah. Everything is okay. And I'm looking at the flyers, and all of a sudden I, uh, I look up, and all I see is like blurriness. Wait, wait, blurriness? Yes, blurriness. That's all I could like, see. I look over to... Was it snowing, or are you talking about like a motion blur? A motion blur. Oh my, oh my God. So it wasn't like Star Wars when they go into <laughs> hyperspace. It wasn't that type of blurring. No, it was... Keep in mind, I was pretty messed up, so I couldn't actually... It. All I seen was like just a few colors and streaks. Okay. Okay. So this might this might have been oh. just the LSD. It might have been a few. Then I looked to my left. But then again, it could have been that ecstasy. <laughs> Couldn't it have? Not really. <laughs> anyway, so I looked to my left, and keep in mind, I think all my friends are in the back uh, laughing or in, uh, just having a normal conversation. I look over to my left, and I look at the driver, and the driver looks back at me, just starts laughing, coming from like this small little coma. He just blacked what? out on the road. Turned the car into a 360. Oh, my God. All right, we're starting to spin in the middle of the road. I look at him. He wakes up, and he starts laughing at me. And I'm like, what is going on? I look in the back, and they're not actually having a conversation. They're screaming their heads off like, oh, my God. Then all of a sudden, reality kicks in. I look up, and I'm like, we are doing we're spinning in the middle of the road, in the middle of the highway. He drives right into the median, stops, looks at me, and he was like, John, 
I think you better drive. <laughs> All right. So we do a little Chinese fire drill in the middle of the uh, median. I get. Were you facing traffic? Keep in mind, this is six o'clock in the morning, so there's almost nobody on the road as well. And you got lucky. And we got lucky no as one hell. No, I think, I, I think I, they showed the skill and the pre-thought. <laughs> no, what happened was to stamp our approval on this. One. What happened was he blacked everything. He blacked out for make it home safely. <laughs> he blacked out way too much on the road, and he just started spinning. We got into the meeting. I get in the road, and then the acid from three o'clock in the morning that I took starts peaking. What? You took more? <laughs> Dude, I... How long did you, did I you did not ex- right before you drove I to was, like ramp up to it? Were you like, all right, I'm getting ready to drive. Here's three or four more. Here's Just the thing. Fuel in the tank. I did, not ex- I did not expect to be the one that needed to drive. That was the whole thing. I was but getting, at one point, you volunteered. I did not volunteer. I was just the one that was more conscious than everybody else to drive. That was the problem. Is I had more experience with drugs than everybody else that was in the car. So everybody else was too fucked up, and I actually had a tolerance built. That was the difference. Can we explore what you should have done here? Probably get one designated <laughs> driver. But when you're 18, 19 years old, you don't think about this shit. You all oh, you're a child. Exactly. You were a car full of screaming you're that children. You're young and you're the most, like, <laughs> conscious. Dude, I had... Were you with high schoolers? What was going on? No, they were actually all older than me. Oh god! And you were you're the, the level-headed, conscious one. No, it situation. wasn't that I was the level-headed, conscious one. They all started partying in college. I started partying at like sophomore year. You know? Oh, you were like fifteen. Yeah, I was like fifteen, and you know, starting. I mean, I started smoking weed at like fourteen years old. You were. Born I thought you were gonna it. say four. I was so scared. My <laughs> butthole puckered. Like, <laughs> so I, you know, I started partying at a very young age compared to these guys. They started just partying then. I was the one that was... So how well did you drive home? Well... The like, funny like part you, of the whole... It's not easy to do better. There was a 360 spin out. He'd just be peeking on more acid Yeah, now. that like, was I, the problem. Is the acid that I ate at three started peeking more. And oh, I'm like over no. there trying to keep a straight line while the mind's like slowly moving back and forth on me. Oh, I'm just like, God. as long as I keep my hands straight, I shall be fine. Oh, God, John. How long did you drive like this? The whole way back. How many yeah. hours is that? It's only from Dayton to Cincinnati. It was like... So that's about an hour. Yeah, about I'd an hour. it's still too many hours, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's one too many hours, yes. But at the time, I was an extremely stupid person. I'll be honest. I, as a kid, I am lucky to make it out of my, Dude, my 20s. You bombed at life. <laughs> I would agree. <laughs> No, I wouldn't you say that because, like, I made it out of some crazy situations. Oh, Holy God, crap, you're John! I guess so. Oh man, this this episode has been a wild ride compared to some of the others. I didn't think that we were gonna get. I resent if that was any type of intentional pun. Wait, what? A wild ride? We don't. We're not into that. So why would that? Why is that a pun? Because it was a car crash story. It was not a car crash story. We didn't crash into anything. It was almost a car. Well, <laughs> you spun out on the highway. Yeah, That's but you also got. Have you ever driven at six in the morning? Yeah, yeah. Really? Huh? Is that a is that a question that you ask people? Have you ever? Dri- Most people drive it. That's when they go to work. Oh, John. On a Sunday. You. Well, okay. You never said that. Okay. <laughs> I used to have a warehouse job, and then. 
I would drive home at like four or five in the morning when it was still dark and I just run red lights and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, for real? Yeah. I mean, it was in a little town. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's no it, big it's deal. It's like there was nobody there. I'd been waiting waiting in a light after a long day of work. And Once again, we don't endorse any of the behaviors discussed on this episode. I mean, <laughs> when you drive through the city at night, don't you use the stoplight to stop signs? Once again, we do not <laughs> endorse any of the activities spoken about you on this episode. You ever bring a gun into a school? Jesus Christ, no. <laughs> That's not going on the radio. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. <laughs> We've been listening on iTunes, and that's how you got to hear that. Okay. <laughs> we, we don't endorse that. <laughs> uh, John, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, yeah. It was this a blast. Was this one was a lot of fun. Oh, did you have a good time? Yeah. I was worried okay. that you didn't have a good time. Unlike the when last we record- time. Oh, the one that's yours. Yeah. You didn't enjoy. I didn't enjoy. I felt like I got steamrolled. Well, yeah. We, do you, by the do way, you want us to leave? It, let it run no. until you're happy with it. <laughs> I was just thinking. This is our podcast. If we, I was just thinking, if we were going to be talking about bombing, I might as well talk about the time I bombed on my own podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, we what? should. We should talk about that. You should at least promote it. Huh? Yeah. You what do you think I'm doing? <laughs> I, have you said the name of it yet? I was leading up to it. I, okay, okay. But don't pressure. But him. then You're again, a you lot sh- of pressure. No, on do him, it in your in your own time. I just don't. Yeah, I know. I just feel like I'm getting steamrolled again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not being passive aggressive at all. Not at <laughs> all. John, what's the what's your podcast? My called? podcast is named Wrong Rabbit Hole. Yeah, that's that's yeah. It's a funny name. Yes, and. <laughs> Since they don't want to talk about drugs on this uh, podcast, I'm not going to name what the premise is. Don't want to talk about drugs? What have we just spent an hour doing? John, when you said that you were doing the show, you you said, where I go, the buzz goes. Like, that's not a thing a human being says. That's a thing that a character in an 80s movie that shows up for just the party scene says. He is kind of a young Matthew McConaughey, in a way. (laughs) Ah, I just uh, turned 40 and I still look like I'm 20. You're like a mythical creature. That was creature. kind of Matthew McConaughey, wasn't it? He yes. was much older than those girls. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you're you're the mythical creature of the Cincinnati comedy scene. I don't know how that happened. Yeah. I I'm mean, like neither. Shaman. You like moisturized your face or something. I I, yeah. You look 27 and you're like 42. And you... you, you you're 27? <laughs> oh man. Ah, for real. Thanks for coming on. Dude.